This is Michelle, your Chief Hope Builder. If you're here, it's because you have a loved one in addiction and you want to find hope. Well, you're in the right place. We will help you go from havoc to hope. Follow along with us for 30 days in the book, Unhackable Moms of Addicted Loved Ones. This is a series. Each episode will include an interview with one of the moms who helped write the book. You'll hear parts of their stories and how they found peace and calm in their lives. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. The link to buy the book and to join our tribe are in the show notes. Let's get started. Thanks for joining. Hi, it's Michelle, and we are on day six with Brooke again. Hi, Brooke. How are you? Hi, Michelle. I'm good. How are you? Great. Day six is uh, the first part of the second part. Well, the first day in part two, Flawless Hope Anatomy. And day six is called Claim Your Promise. The most important person to keep your promises is yourself. So we're going to talk about, um, you know, our promise to ourselves. you know, and how, what is that? And how do we stay true to that? And prior to this call with Brooke, um, well, prior to recording right now, Brooke was sharing, you know, this, this journey, sometimes we don't have hope. So we don't have hope. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about why, why do you lose hope? Why are you feeling a little hopeless today, Brooke? I feel hopeless because my addicted loved one is not staying in touch. And this has been a pattern for 14 years mm -hmm. of him going into recovery, all different kinds of recovery, staying well for 30, 90 days, sometimes six months, and then just disappearing and, and working so hard to build up his life, to build up his credit, to have a good job, to have a place to live, and then just squandering it all in a day's time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm feeling so discouraged today. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I, I'm sure that we can all relate in some ways, maybe not in this moment, but when, you know, it, it's like they do 20 things right and one thing wrong that leads to this deep hole. Um, and, and we see it as so dark because we're like, oh my goodness, this, these aren't our values. You know, they owe people money. They're, they're homeless. They're um, living a life that is so different than what our values um, dictate for our lives. And so it's really hard for us to, to understand that, but to also have hope in that, that are they ever going to find that because it's a lifelong affliction. And, you know, if they don't learn how to, to manage it and cope with it, um, more and more every day, then it, it's just, it, it can get out of hand pretty quick. So I'm sorry for, for your loved one today. We're going to, we're going to keep them in our prayers and we're, we're going to keep hope. But so this, this day claim your promise is really about how do you promise to yourself then to stay well, 
you know, to find joy, even though your loved one is still sick or missing in action, so to speak. Like, where do you go for that? Today, I will eat lunch with my friend and her mom. They felt like family to me through a lot of years. So that lunch I'm looking forward to. And I'll spend tomorrow with a granddaughter and with my grandson. So that's something to have fun with to distract me too, but also just to keep going with life because my loved one is not choosing to recover. He's not choosing to participate in life, but I can. Yeah. Awesome. I'm proud of you because it's not easy. It's not easy. And, you know, so often we say we're only as happy as our least happy child. And, um, you know, I used to think that was true, but, but now it's kind of like finding joy when, when we're still sad can happen. It just takes more work and look at you, like you're surrounding yourself with people that are meaningful to you and knowing that that's going to help you, even if it's for a little while, you know, it's going to help, help get you through it. Um, and so let's see in, in the, in the back of this book of this day, if you want to claim your promise and win, you need to clarify your why. So below are several reasons we choose to recover. And, um, you know, I, the only thing I can speak about is myself and, you know, I, why am I doing this? And some days, you know, I do have to ask myself because um, it takes dedication, commitment, intentionality, you know, um, to keep doing what I'm doing. But I think it's because it's for humanity, overall humanity. It's not just my son and my daughter-in-law. It's like your son. And it's, it's so many other people that aren't getting the model of care they should get. They, they should, um, they, all the needs met, like they, their, their needs aren't getting met. And that's why Micah, your son is like, how, you know, how do I dig out of this hole? I'm sure. And sometimes it, it just becomes like, you just can't even see your way out. So it's like, whatever, like, and maybe that's why they fall back spiral out of control. I don't know. But, um, you know, why, why do you, why do you have a boon? Like, why do you care about this work? What, what fuels you? I want to be good for all of my family, not just the one who is struggling. So I want to be good for Gabe, my other son. I want to be good for grandchildren, for my husband, for my dogs, yeah. for my friends. Right. Yeah, you want to be present with them too. And uh, that way the enemy doesn't take two for the price of one, right? Like mm. at, least, at least you have an, a positive influence on those others in your life. Um, so then the questions below, there's questions in the back of this day that will help you commit. Why are you choosing recovery? And how will you promise to change? What promises will you make to yourself? Can you think of any time through your recovery journey, Brooke, where you made a commitment to yourself to change? And if so, in what area? Like, can, can you speak about that? 
yeah, I've had to make a commitment over and over again, not just once, <laughs> to let go of control, to know that I can only control myself. Yeah. And that's hard enough. So that promise to change. And then the promise to change when I'm so obsessed with Micah and everything going on with him that I don't pay attention to everyone else around me or to myself. So I've had to promise myself I will change. Yeah, and isn't that hard? It's like our minds just keep going back to that. It's like yeah. like having that elephant in the room, right? It's like we, we can't get it out of our sight. We, it's too big. It's too broad. It's, uh, and, and we can't move it sometimes. We just can't move it. So it's intentionality. Um, I think for me, the hardest part for that I've wanted to change is listening because I've not always been good at that. Um, I love to share, I love to talk, but you can learn so much more about a person if you listen and sometimes listen to understand um, instead of thinking that I have to fix it, you know, cause I always was like, okay, if I'm listening and there's a problem, I always think, okay, how can I fix it? You know, how can I be, how, let's problem solve, you know, um, and sometimes you don't even need to do that. I mean, if you look at you, like Brooke sometimes comes to meetings and she has her dogs in her, in her arms and she just, she just exudes peace, you know, and she's just so calm with her dog and those dogs, they will listen to us forever and just be present with us and never say one word. Right. So, um, you know, anyway, for me, that's, that's been the hardest thing to change. Um, but I think it's the awareness first that, okay, I need to change this. And then, you know, you can think of ways. Um, so sometimes I'll be with a friend. Maybe you've done this. I doubt it though, because you're a good listener. But sometimes I've been with a friend and I've gotten home after lunch or meeting that friend. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I talked about myself the entire time. I didn't even ask her about this or about that. And then I feel really selfish and I think, okay, what would I do different if I went back, you know, and Michelle, you will get another time. So, you know, how are you going to be intentional the next time you're with that person? So, you know, you can focus on them more than yourself. Has that ever happened to you? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Probably more with my son who struggles with addiction than anybody else, because I, I feel like I need to tell him, well, do you not know this is wrong? Do you not understand why you keep winding up here? So it's more with him than anybody that I've just had to not talk. Yeah. Yeah. Or just say, tell me more, even though you really don't want to know more. Know. Um, or, you know, and, and it's the, uh, it's, it's the thought that we have to agree with what they say, right? It, it, like when you listen, you have to remember your goal is just to listen, not to agree. But it's that mom in us that thinks, well, if I'm listening, then don't they think that I agree if I'm not objecting? Yeah. Or if I'm not helping turn their ways around. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, um, Anyway, so that, that is, but I think sometimes if we can just project back, like reflect back what, what they're saying to us, it helps them hear it and helps them problem solve their own 
issues too. But anyway, that's, that's for another day, right? Like that's just, a, that's a difficult skill to have. So let's see, in the back of this day, oh, and something else that really helps is to find an accountability partner. So let's say you wanna change something. Um, and, and we have this in our support group where, you know, if somebody's working on something, we talk about it and they brainstorm ideas and how they can do it differently. And then the next time we see that person, we ask her, you know, how did it go? What worked? What didn't work? What will you try next? And so, um, you know, that surrounding yourself with other people who know what you're working on and know what you're trying to, to get better at is really helpful, don't you think? I do think so, yes. Yes, I started in the days of Al-Anon, so I have a sponsor that I've had for, pro for probably 14 years, ever since I've started this. So every mm -hmm. Sunday morning at eight o'clock, I talk to her. That's, that's very valuable. I didn't know that. Wow. So when you talk to her, what does she, is she like an accountability partner or do you just share, you know, what, what's troubling you in the day or how does that go? How does that work? It started in the very beginning where we did a step every week of the 12 steps of recovery. But now we just talk because she's more like a mom figure to me. She's, it feels a lot like she's a mother and she will guide me because I'm asking for guidance but she'll also reflect back oh well how did that work for you I remember when <laughs> yeah so she's I'm sure she has seen a lot of growth in you too in 13 years oh my goodness wow yeah. that's commendable um so you did write something at the end of this day do you want to do you want to read that do you want to share that I will. It's my dream is to travel, spend beautiful and meaningful girls weekends, love my husband well, be a good mom and a better step monster or stepmom. Because <laughs> that's a harder role. That's why. Yeah. And have a meaningful career that pays my bills. Awesome. So you're committed to that. And that is your why. Like you stay in recovery because those are the things that are important to you. So if, if you're listening today, I wanna to empower you to look over some of the examples in the back and figure out you know, why is your recovery important? And your, your answers might be different than ours. And that's okay. We all are motivated in different ways. The important thing is to surround yourself with people who understand and can encourage you on this journey to make yourself a priority. So thank you, Brooke, for coming. And um, for those who are listening, we'll be back tomorrow. Well, day seven is our next day. And day seven is inventory, your value. We're gonna talk about your value and how valuable you are. So God bless, Brooke. Bye, thank you, Michelle.